Welcome to the healing arts of being you. On today's episode, we're joined by Molly Hamill, an intuitive energy coach specializing in harnessing and utilizing the power of business energetics. She'll share with us her incredible story of breaking the chains of monotony in her wildly successful corporate job and starting over on a journey to find purpose that acted as a channel for self-expression and connection. This allowed her to find success in her business, deep-rooted relationships with her clients, and fulfillment in her soul. We'll touch on the power of surrendering to the flow of your energy and learn how to allow ourselves rest as an intrinsic need rather than an earned reward. And we'll also discover the importance of living playfully in our joy in order to call in all the goodness that the universe is just waiting to give us. Let's dive in. Welcome, Molly. We're so excited to have you. Thanks, Chelsea. Thanks, Allison. I'm happy to be here with you. Can you give us a little bit of a background of who you are and how you got to this place in your life? Oh, yes, of course. Um, I mean, I grew up on the East Coast, so like very traditional. I mean, what I do now, I didn't even know existed when I was like, you know, in high school counseling office, filling out the what I'm interested in, lawyer, doctor. Nobody told me like there's a possibility to read energy for female entrepreneurial businesses. Like that just wasn't the category. Right. <laughs> this is like a long journey to get here. <laughs> and I'm sure especially, I know a lot of your viewers or, or listeners are um, people who are sensitive and have gifts that also, you know, aren't on the boxes and their counselors. Um, Absolutely. Forms. So I know that a lot of you can probably relate to that. And so I took a kind of traditional path at first. Um, I got my master's degree in industrial organizational psychology because I was like fascinated with truly energy. I understand that now, but it was like the energy of organizations and like seeing how people operated and how groups formed. And so I got my master's in IO psych. My career took off when I was very young. I was head of HR for national healthcare company by the time I was in my early thirties. For those of you who know human design, I have a six and a profile Line. So that is totally on brand for, for my journey because it's like until 30, you're kind of like enjoying life, doing all the things. Um, some people with that profile line, it's like you have a lot of success when you're young. And then there's like a 20-year healing period. <laughs> and then at 50, things kick up. So I've been in that healing period. There's a lot that's happened. And um, if I, Chelsea, if I had had your services a long time ago, like the sessions we do now, it would have been a lot less painful. However, you know, a strong pain body had to like move through that to get where I am today. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, fear of failure was definitely like a huge thing and not understanding the gifts that I have, like the intuitive gifts. Again, we're not taught that in school. And so I didn't really know how to embrace them and use them. Um, so I, in ways like felt like an alien, you know what I mean? And it takes a lot of energy yeah. to just like pretend and achieved a ton of career success and then felt like completely dead inside. And I was like, if I continue in this career, which by the way, felt super wasteful. And a lot of clients that I work with, this happens like just because you're really good at something doesn't mean you need to do it forever. And that's something to like- Mic drop moment. Mic yeah, drop. like- to be okay doing that because the rest of the world's going to tell you you're effing crazy. What do you mean you don't want to do that anymore? But you're so good at it. You won these awards. People in their 50s and 60s want to be where you are. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. so I 
had this inner thing where like, oh, this is so wasteful. I won this big award for my company in, in this industry. And now I'm just going to like flush it down the toilet. It didn't make sense because like to the mind, which our society's programmed to listen to our mind, not our gut, like it made no sense on paper. But there was something inside of me that's like, I got to break free from this or I'm not going to survive this. And that was really the first point of starting to lean into like higher wisdom of intuition and allowing that path to unfold. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, that's not easy because like I just said, like we're programmed to use our minds and to trust what we see. And when there's something inside of you, that's just a feeling that like you almost don't even want to admit to yourself yet, but your body's telling you, you know, like, so I, I, my body taught me a lot in that journey. Like I ended up with Hashimoto's leaky gut, adrenal fatigue, like all of the things. Cause my body's like, hello girl, you're like on the wrong path here. So we're going to have to like halt this situation. So you can finally <laughs> like see reality here and kind of like get you on the right path where you're meant to be. So, and I'm like, I feel like I'm rambling now. So please. No, you're not. Please keep going. Okay. <laughs> this is perfect. Um, Perfect. Perfect. And so that was like a big thing for me. Um, again, in human design, uh, not to keep preaching about that, but a lot of people understand that language. Yeah. Um, my sacral is like a huge, a huge factor in my life. And so that means that I very viscerally feel things in my body. I'm an empath and I have that sacral response. So like I get a yes, no in my body immediately. And that's something I know that you work with so many people on like reestablishing that connection with body because there's this whole sea of wisdom there that again, we're not used to tapping into. And it was like, after I had my daughter, this is many years later, I had started my business, everything. It was like, I got to a point where I'm like, I can't continue going through the cycle of burning out and like spending the weekend in bed because I overworked all week. Like I have this little thing that I want to enjoy. I worked hard to get her. Like I went through IVF. I worked hard for her to be here. I want to enjoy her. I can no longer go through these cycles that I used to put myself through when I was like worshiping work and going for all of the societal trophies. Like the harder it is, the 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 smarter you are or the better you are, like all those things, you know? So it was like releasing all of that and learning to trust that voice, which, you know, the body never lies. It's like our thoughts are the lowest vibration. Our emotions are higher. And then our presence is highest and presence like you really can only feel that when you're present in your body which is again so much of the wisdom that you help people tap into we're just not used to it you know and like the thing so again like chelsea if we had the sessions (laughs) 10 years ago (laughs) oh my god it's totally different thing and it's so exciting to me to see a lot of women men too but like a lot of women leaning into these gifts and abilities that have been dormant for so long. And not only that, but like leading with them, starting businesses with them and stuff like that. And so I, um, I swung hard to the other side. Like I went from being like, you know, corporate bitch to like energy healer. And now I'm like back in the middle working with entrepreneurs who um, are open. I call them woo minded, you know, because what I do is read energy for them. Um, But it Mm -hmm. cuts through the mind and all the stuff. So it actually is, um, kind of a a quick result, you know, our minds are obsessed with time. Um, So yeah, that's kind of like how I landed where I landed. And I love what I do now. But 
the thing is like our it's only we have to go through this stuff to like unlearn and for things to unfold like I couldn't have said 10 years ago even if I knew what I do now like I wouldn't have been able to do it 10 years ago I had to go through the lessons that I went through in order for this to unfold for me and it was an unfolding more so than like um let me set this goal and do this thing. It's been a complete unfolding. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Molly, Thank this was, sure. oh my gosh. Okay. I've got so many questions here. <laughs> so many questions. Um, I would love if we could get a little bit more specific regarding the timeline. So you were in mm-hmm. the corporate world. You mm-hmm. then, w- was your child born while you were going through IVF in the corporate world? That was, was that afterwards? afterwards. So I was in the corporate okay. world and I just felt dead inside, like with the job that yeah. used to light me up. And that's really scary because by then I'm making really good money. It's like, what else could I do? I was like, you know, thinking you pray love, like, oh, I'll just, I'll go to India for like a month and then somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, I, I can't bring my French bulldog miles at the time. You know, I'm like, so I stayed um, and I was very not open to intuitives or psychics or anything like that, because to me, it was like something my mother did with her friends. And I was like, that's weird, whatever, you know? (laughs) And I just was at like a low, like I call a void, like a low point in my life and just felt, I I didn't know. It felt like everything blew up. Like I was going through a divorce, feeling dead in my career. Like, what am I going to do from here? So I had three different friends recommend three different like psychic intuitives um, within the same week. So I went to three different people, two in LA, one in San Diego where I live, and they all said the same thing. And I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> now I, I mean, now I got to like be a little bit more open to this because like how that's not possible. These people don't know each other. You know what I mean? It was right. Just they like, called you after they left. They were like, listen, tell her this. <laughs> oh, right, right. Like there was no, there was no um, conspiracy theory there. Yeah. You know, and they had three different methods. Um but the same core message. And it was like, okay. And it was like, you're, you're an intuitive. What are you doing with your life? Like, you know, there's just, oh, okay. Uh, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? So, um, you know, the universe always like takes care of you. The universe completely took care of me. I was able to take a few months off, which I had never done. I'm, I'm like a worker bee. Like I, you know, I love working. I'd always worked took a few months off. And during that time, one of the intuitives that I met with was like, come to my Reiki thing. You know, you're, you're like so intuitive. You're a channel, you're this. And I'm like, whatever. Okay. Like I'll go play with this, you know? Uh And that was really when my intuition opened up and um, I had a few months off and that really like changed the course of my life. Um, And then I took another job that was a lot easier than my other job, but still good money. So I could build my business on the side built up my business on the side um, to a point that I was comfortable leaving corporate. I was still single at this time. So it's like, you know, you I kept saying like, oh, another 10,000, another 10,000. And I realized there's like never going to be enough 10,000s in the bank for me to be fully comfortable just making this leap. Right. So I did that. And then that's literally when my body crashed. It's like my body got me through to that place. And then it was like, sister, you got to learn how to function differently if you're going to do what you want to do. Like, and also Mm -hmm. I can't keep up with this craziness. So that's Mm -hmm. when Hashimoto's everything else happened. And 
it was bad. I mean, I had days where I couldn't get out of bed and even finding the right help at first was challenging because I was told like, oh, you need to just go on antidepressants from my PCP. And I'm like, well, yeah, I am depressed, but that's because like stuff's going on. Like I, it's, and I, I knew like something in me. I'm like, I'm not clinically depressed. Anyway, I found, I found the right people, got my team. That was a complete masterclass in, or master's degree, I should say, in learning how to live differently. Um, lifestyle, eating, sleeping. And then the part that really kicked in for me was metaphysical. And that's how my intuition kept building. Um, like Yvette Rose, I think is her name. Um, she has like this metaphysical Bible. And I was just like studying that. And I'm like, oh, adrenals. Okay. And it was like, yeah, this is the stuff that I'm constantly putting myself in fight or flight situations that don't need to be fight or flight because of how just things inside of me and worthiness issues and like all the things. Right. So it was like letting go a lot of that. And then, um, I went, felt amazing, healed it, like quit sugar, like did all the things was feeling incredible. And then it was like, okay, I got married. We're ready to have a baby went right into IVF. And then I had my daughter. So it was like a six year period of just kind of nonstop. Um, that's crazy. Universe. (laughs) So was it obvious to you at the time or was it not until later that you were like, oh, my body was trying to tell me that I needed to change? Or did it? Did you feel like there was a part at the beginning of it that you were like, oh my gosh, like what the heck is going on? My body's just giving out on me and kind of that more like anger, frustration type of mindset. Oh, definitely that. Like I felt like my body was failing me and not showing up for me. Like, here I am. I did all the things. I'm finally able to work for myself and like be done with corporate and I can't get out of bed because I have no energy. Like what kind of BS is this? You know, I felt a lot of anger. Um, and the funny thing was like, I was doing everything right at that point or at a point in time, I was doing everything right. Meaning not eating sugar, um, not eating gluten dairy, like all the things that were triggering the circumstances that were happening in my body. I'm like shifting my sleep schedule to get my circadian rhythm back on track. I'm like doing all the right things and nothing's working. That was the frustrating part. Mm -hmm. And I later worked with clients who were going through the same thing. Like I would have health coaches send them over to me to work through the mind emotion piece of it because it was like, my body was not budging. My body was like, girl, you can quit all the sugar you want and you can do all these things, but like you're still torturing yourself. So like even the way that I was going about doing that was like super masculine energy, super like right, wrong, um, pressure, outcome oriented, timeline driven. And healing is not linear, as you guys know, but like I wanted before that, it was like all I had ever done was go to the doctor to get like a sinus for a sinus infection and get like prescription. And seven days later, I'm feeling better. Like, so when these health coaches and stuff started telling me this would be like a year and a half long healing process, I'm like, okay, right. Uh huh. Like, so how do I speed this up? Like, what's the trick, you know? (laughs) Right. Like, and how do I hack that? Uh, Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, like whatever. And the funny thing was I was in worse shape than a lot of their other clients and I did end up moving through it a lot more quickly, but it was only when I started tuning in, I had to go through a lot of um, forgiveness with my body. I started like daily, I would just sit down and like listen um, to what my body was telling me. I started honoring 
my energy levels, um, because I call it like my corporate detox was that's really the period where I, if, if I was feeling tired, instead of forcing myself to finish the blog, I would give myself space to do it when my energy came back, which went against everything I was taught in life, which is like, mm-hmm. you finish what you start. Yep. And I started noticing like, okay, mm-hmm. if I forced it yesterday, it would have taken me six hours to write these damn six paragraphs. But when I learned to work with my energy and I gave myself permission to stop when I was feeling foggy headed or whatever, that the next day would take 15 minutes. So it actually was like a, a hack to use, <laughs> to use that Absolutely. word. Absolutely. But it's so counterintuitive to what we're taught that you have to release the feelings of feeling like the failure or the quitter when you learn how to flow with your energy over what your mind is prescribing or telling you is the right thing. And that only comes by listening to your body. I'm really glad that you went there because um, we're all about practical solutions. And it's like, you know, it's great to talk about this in like flowery language, but when people are listening to like, okay, what do I actually do and it sounds like for you which sounds very similar to my story as well in that like that very masculine energy of like a coping mechanism of like an all or nothing this is the action do 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 and if you do more and if you do better then you'll finally get the thing you want and that like having to slow down and get into that more compassionate creative more feminine energy was for me personally a very like that was the harder part of anything like I felt like I could get flexible and learn about everything else but just being like my brain doesn't want to do this today so I'm going to do something else and I'm going to be okay with that and that grace and that forgiveness was insanely hard did you struggle with that transition as well or was it like you know what I am so glad to put that hat down I am totally ready for this over here Oh, no. I mean, it's and it's still something I consciously work on because, I mean, we're talking that had been at that point in my life. I mean, now I'm 45, but when this journey started, I was like 36. So it's like 30 years, essentially, of learning to navigate life a certain way. And you're still getting external feedback from people like who are triggered by you saying something like, I'm tired. I'm going to finish this tomorrow. That's like a loser failure mindset for some people. So it's not even just you like having the courage to do it for you, but you're getting like feedback from society. That's like, especially when you're starting a business or an online business, like you have to do this every day and that. And it's like, you, you get on these like treadmills that people are telling you, like, you're going to get the reward. So there's, it's, it is a conscious practice for me. Um, We, before we started this podcast, we were having a little conversation about PMS. There's times where it gets triggered, like, you know, right before my period, the, the monsters will come out and there's just certain things when I'm overly tired because our life force diminishes at those points in time, right? Our vibration, our frequency is lower. So our ability to connect with our creative source at that point, which is not our thoughts, it doesn't come from our mind, from spirit and everything else, it gets a little more challenging and it gets a little easier to just default to the mind. And that's that, that's the hard way, people. It's the hard way. <laughs> but it's hard to understand that at first. <laughs> I remember the first piece of advice I was given to kind of get more into that rest and not productivity um, Mm -hmm. was was the business coach that Chelsea and I shared. And she goes, I want you to do something 
every day that produces no benefit to anybody. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Can you give me examples of what I could do? I don't even have like an idea in my head of what could mm-hmm. qualify for that because it was such a foreign thing because you can you can do the fun stuff after you've done the things you need to do. And you don't deserve to do the fun things until you've done the things you have to do. And I mean, I was I, I was raised that way. I've raised my some of my, my children that way until I started reparenting that out of them to be like, hey, mm-hmm. if we don't have the energy to do this, maybe it's not the thing we should be doing right now. Let's see if we have something that kind of aligns with our energy a little better. Um, but I think that that whole like shift into like the rest is something that is essential in order to have production that was a really hard thing yeah because it's not rewarded you know but if you look at the greatest athletes and you listen to okay i'm from new england i know everyone hates him but tom brady like he's my guy right but like if you listen to him he talks so much about how his recovery is the key to his success or when he was playing And so it's not that he was just out like all the time doing the intense things. It's like that there's a balance there and we forget that. And I don't know if you found this, Allison, but it was like once I finally surrendered a little bit and was like, I'm going to take the rest or I'm going to I'm going to let my energy lead here. It's like so much opened up Um, synchronicities, little gifts from the universe, like a lot of partnership came through from the universe where it's like, I didn't actually have to do all of that myself. And actually, if I did, it would have taken longer and the result would have been more of a struggle. So it's like when you start surrendering into that, you start experiencing the evidence that we're limited. <laughs> There's a lot more out there that we can tap into <laughs> when Absolutely. we give the universe a chance to do that. Yeah. Right. It's that whole, the act of grasping for the feather pushes it further away. Like Mm -hmm. I feel the same when I like, you know, in that, in that, um, that early, like before the period phase, when all the stories are coming up and they're really Mm -hmm. strong and I might look at the schedule and I have openings and then I'm like, oh my gosh. And I go straight into the clinic's going to fail and I'm not helping enough people. And we're we're not going to get better if I, if I'm not helping like all these insane stories that are completely not realistic and then I'll have a conversation with somebody because with my human design I have a no inner authority and so I have a tendency to just do a lot better when I can have conversations with people who get me and they can we can have these ideas and stuff like that and I'll have this really great conversation and I'm like okay you're going into it again you're going into the doing let's just Mm -hmm. let's just chill for a second Mm -hmm. I'll go and I'll I'll go hike or I'll go paint for a bit or I'll do something else and like while I'm painting it's like oh my gosh this idea pops into my head where it's like you know that I can reach out to so-and-so or I can you know write um like a blog post on that could just like you know stop worrying about the schedule looks like just you want to help people just get the help out there you know and then all of a sudden you know within like a couple days like three people hop up on my schedule and I'm like oh okay well I guess I didn't need to do 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 I just needed to like chill let it happen and once that grabby energy and that fearful energy was gone and then it was like the universe was like okay girl here you go because we didn't want to give you this before because you were crazy and you couldn't have handled that much on your schedule but now that we're calming down um i love that so much and that's something that i talk about with people it's like especially when you have your own business or you know you're passionate about the career that you have it's like 
the universe isn't setting us up for failure. So you have to be able to sustain the vibration once the thing lands. So whether it's the client or the program or like the job, like if you're burning yourself out before the thing happens, like you're not going to be able to sustain it. And that's like a lot of what I see in my former self and with people, it's like all this exertion to get the trophy, but then it's like, well, then you're sick after, or it's kind of like um, when we're in school and everyone gets sick after midterms or whatever, because they've been staying up late studying and stuff. And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing in life. And I love what you said too, about having that creativity come through when you're doing something other than quote working. And that's like the whole thing that I, so um, I'm a channel and a lot of when that opened up so much of it was about this new era that we're moving into, which is like out of the mind and creating balance between mind and intuition seen and unseen. And um, Eckhart Tolle, I think he talks about this in a way that is really grounding or at least to me. So for anyone who's interested, mm -hmm. but the mind is the densest aspect of us. So thoughts, thoughts are like the lower vibration. Obviously our minds are a beautiful thing and create so much greatness for us, but we allow them to run wild. And really our mind is designed to help us solve problems. So like a lot of the ways that we use the mind isn't a match because creating something in your business or creating a brand, that's not a problem. So there could be a problem that your business or your offering um, serves for someone, right? But the actual like brand itself is not a problem that needs to be fixed. So if you if we want creativity, then it's like allowing space to actually quiet the mind so we can tap into our intuition, which is like Chelsea, so much of what you do in your work with people, like tapping into our higher wisdom, because that's the source of creativity. So then we're going to use the mind to give that insight, that creative juice that just came through some legs and make it sticky and bring it into the 3D as like a program or something else. But like, we've just been programmed to believe it's just all in the mind. So we need to sit there and force the concept until it comes through. And it's like the exact opposite way of how it actually works. And when you start getting a taste of that and you begin to trust it, it's like things feel so much easier because I heard such an ease, Allison, when you were talking about that, like, oh, when you're just like journaling or you're outside or whatever, it's like the thing comes through and there's like an effortlessness to it that wouldn't even be yeah. possible in the mind, you know? Yeah. Like it'll be, I have, um, I struggle with like remembering things. Like it feels like it comes in my brain and then it's just gone. Yeah. And so when I'm like doing everything's like three seconds long, it's like, you know, call so-and-so about that thing or write a post about this thing, or mm -hmm. Charles and I should do an episode about that thing. Because it's just like, it just hits me in that moment of like, this is what I've been looking for this entire time. I was sitting there like over a pen and paper of like, come up with ideas, Allison, and nothing was happening. And I was like, forget it. Let's, I just need to get out of the house. And then all of a sudden it's just like, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> well, totally. And as women, we have this superpower, we have our period, right? So I got a little too rigid with this. So I'm not, I'm not as like, um, tied to it. But a part of healing was like understanding the different energies that come with the different parts of your cycle. And now it's like the same thing else. And like, I will wake up and I know when I'm in ovulation phase, like 90% of everything that's going to come through for my business for that month, is going to come through in that two day period. So I'm just like a scribe, like taking everything down. 
and then I'm good. And I don't need to sit down at my desk seven days later to try to like come up with more stuff or like force it, you know? So when you begin to understand your body more, you get into a flow state with it where you're like, okay, even if I had stuff on my calendar, I gotta, I gotta like move stuff around. I gotta give myself permission to do that so that I can allow all this that's coming through to come through. Because I know that like you just said, like these three second insights are, that's going to end up being like the blog, the blog post or, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is. And before I would have been like, but I have a meeting scheduled, so I need to do that. And then like everything would have been gone, you know? So it's like creating flow and giving yourself permission. Like most things are not life or death. If you move a meeting, it's actually okay. You know, I mean, obviously you want to be respectful, especially if it's involving other people, but like, it's okay to give yourself permission to do that stuff, to follow that flow that's organically happening within us. I'm loving everything that is being said right now. This is incredible. I do have a question. So in, if we dial it back a little bit, you had said something about the people around us and how our performance and the way that we behave and our patterns and our, um, the things that we do within business or career is, is also very much people pleasing and Mm -hmm. to an external audience. So in this very unique journey that you took, going mm-hmm. from corporate healthcare to woo-minded entrepreneur, mm-hmm. energetic wizard. Mm-hmm. How was that received with your community? And did you kind of go through any struggles of, um, you know, self-acceptance in finding your, your courage and your bravery and your um, just strength and steadfastness in your beliefs when dealing with their experience and their opinion of your journey? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, right out of the gate, like when I told my parents I was leaving my like award winning career, lucrative career to do Reiki. <laughs> my dad's like a fighting Irish trial attorney from Massachusetts. The expletives that were coming out of his mouth were like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, well, like, what do you mean? Okay. I got that out of the gate. Like, um, and I remember, oh, this is, I mean, this is like a decade ago now, but I would get prank phone calls, you know, like, and I know it was people that I used to work with and stuff that were like, you know, can I schedule a Reiki session? Like there was, I mean, there was like that stuff going on. And, but so yeah, I dealt with all of that. What I will say is like now it's, it's so different even 10 years later than it was 10 years ago. Like that was kind of woo back then. I just feel like Reiki and stuff like that's the norm now. So, so a lot of that shifting, which is great, but it doesn't feel that way when it's you and it's your journey. So even if someone out there is in the same space today that I was a decade ago, it doesn't make it easier to like come out with your dreams or your passions or this aspect of yourself that people haven't known. But there's also this subtle power that starts growing inside of you because if, and, and not even if it's like, when you know it's no longer okay to stay where you were, like the pain of that is too great, then the power of your future starts kicking in. And like you just start gaining confidence, even though the results might not be there in terms of money and stuff like that, or like acceptance from people in your life. There's there's such a like a an inner joy that starts emerging when you just start taking these baby steps towards the thing instead of being in the situation where you feel like 
you're hiding something from the world by not sharing who you are and that energy will continue to grow. And then you're going to like find tribes like, you know, we found each other, like you'll find like spirited people on your path and then it will, it will become more normalized and more normalized and more normalized until you eventually can't imagine ever not being where you are. But sometimes those first couple steps are just challenging. Um, I literally built my business by like sending an email to 40 friends, family members that I felt safe sharing this with, and then they spread it and it it, like just built out that way. So I think there can be like a side where we're too cautious and we don't share and that can feel like keeping a secret. And then there's the balance of sharing with people that, you know, are going to support and uplift you, even if they don't understand it. Like my mom was a great ally in that regard. She didn't really understand it, but she's like, let me do sessions, you know, like very supportive. So even if you find a few little pieces of gold like that people, then it's, it also starts um, allowing it to be easier for you and more exciting and less about the like, oh, what's everyone going to think, you know? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I I mean, the synchronicities are so, it's true. It's so true. You, you find that power mm-hmm. and start to really lean into it. Mm-hmm. And then the universe shows up and brings you people along your journey that are going to help you continue to pull that power out and develop it and share it with the world. Completely. And And, you know, for a lot of people too, I think the universe will give you like a hard stop. That happens a lot. A lot of the sessions that I do with clients, like all of a sudden their business just is crickets. And it's like, okay, well, what are you not wanting to step into right now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, what are you pretending you're not supposed to be doing? And the universe loves commitment. So it's not even like you got to take the leap today, but just by taking one step, then it's like all of a sudden the business opens up again. That by the way, the business is not their future, but it's just like there to support in the transition. It's like once you start taking the little baby steps, the universe is like, okay, you got it. Now we're going to like support you in this way. And like, I'll give, oh my God, I just had a $40,000 a month or after having nothing for six. I'm like, right. Cause you are acknowledging that this is something you need to at least explore right now, even if it feels crazy and like, you don't know where it's going to go. It's like the universe like wants you to explore this right now. So when you open yourself up to that, you're going to be supported. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's big. I know that when, um, us to have this podcast was um it was an interesting journey for sure i was quite reluctant and i basically chelsea i think it had to have been at least a year and a half that she was trying to like get this to happen and i was like listen i will show up and talk to anybody about anything Mm -hmm. absolutely happy to do that but Mm -hmm. i am not going to be figuring out technology and (laughs) and platforms and content and posting and this i'm 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 not here for it i don't want to do that and she's like okay i hear you i hear you i thought that was a very clear like no (laughs) um and it was not it was a it was a like very clear to-do list to get allison on a podcast is what it was and so through the happenings of the universe all of a sudden abigail came into our life who independently of knowing that chelsea wanted to do this was like i love the art of storytelling i want to get into producing podcasts and chelsea was like 
funny you should mention and so then she shows up and she comes in with her, her phone one day puts it on the table and hits record and goes we're starting a podcast we're starting today and i was like hmm? what now and that's pretty much how it started and so <laughs> oh. okay from an energy perspective i'm obsessed with this story because there's so many like for everyone listening there's so many nuggets of wisdom right there like allison what you actually did was set the boundary of what was okay or not even and like and chelsea i, I was like dumb and dumber was coming up in my mind where you're like one in a million and you're like you're saying there's a chance like so you're you telling me there's a chance that's there when allison like thought she shut it down right uh-huh. But also like rushing is a form of resistance. And so Chelsea wasn't like rushing the situation or like pressuring you into it. And then because the energy was like organizing, then boom, drops in the perfect solution and here you are, right? And like yep. mm-hmm. so much of that old energy we were talking about is like if Chelsea wasn't so embodied, it would have been like rushing it, forcing yeah. it, pushing it, and like guarantee you guys wouldn't have connected in the way you did with the team that you did and all the things, right? So Absolutely. that's like a beautiful lesson in energy beautiful. right there. Absolutely. And let's let's be clear. Okay. So like had we rushed, had we rushed, the product that we would have put out would have been so, so less quality. Mm-hmm that's the brilliant part about it is like the the skills and the the gifts that have come mm-hmm. out as a result of it and we have this beautiful technological wizard in abigail who has truly taken the dream of it and like birthed it mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. reality and mm-hmm. it's been an incredible miracle to witness as well mm-hmm. in that journey like just wonderful Love it. People get so aggravated with me because I will wait until the energy is right before I do something. Like I've had mentors be frustrated with me and I'm like, I am this the sacral hasn't dropped yet. The authority hasn't dropped in. I'm like, I, I can't force it. And it's like because we're coming out of that phase, that energy where like, well, if you have the idea, you do it right now, you know? Right. Like, Time is money. Like get it going. And so right. to see an embodied example of that, this is the energy shit I nerd out on. I love it so much. <laughs> well, and I feel like the more and more that we get into this and the more people that we're meeting that are similar to like your journey, where it's like I started mm-hmm. in corporate, was mm-hmm. not for me, had this huge mm-hmm. transformation. This is where I am. Mm-hmm. Almost every single time I ask the question of like, so is this is this like what you feel like you were meant to do? And so many times it's like, it's an evolution. Like this is what I'm meant to be doing right now. But yeah. I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years. It's going to be kind of just like wherever it takes me. I'm open to anything. And I just know that I'm getting more in tune to what feels right within my body. I'm starting to be able to tell a lot more easily What's a yes and what's a no for me? And I'm yep. just following my yeses and my nos. Yeah, which is so different than like, well, what's your five-year plan? What do you mean you don't have one? It's like, I don't have a five-month plan because my consciousness is shifting so much that the way that I can show up and serve someone today is going to be so different than a year from now, just like it was so different from last year, you know? So mm-hmm. I love that you're connecting with more women who are giving themselves permission to flow organically through things. It's a reason why I know, um, like um, one of my business partners is like, gosh, you know, don't use your name, use a, a company name, like come up with them. Like I could, I personally couldn't because I don't know two years from now that it would be relevant to me based on how much mm-hmm. things have shifted, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, props to 
the people out there who are like giving themselves permission <laughs> to be on the journey and not like the five year plan. That's my do you have anybody because I feel like Sorry. oh yeah for <laughs> sure um do you because I feel like there's almost this vibe of like flakiness like if you don't know where you're going if you don't know what you're doing or you've had different iterations in the last five years like multiple it's like this this view of flakiness like have you come up mm -hmm. against that and if so how do you personally combat that or how do you combat that with your clients on like how can we shift our mindset around that that's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think in some ways, like my brand has taken a hit because there's, you know, when I was on my IVF journey, I, I was very open about it because I just felt like there was a lot of fear and things around it. And so I, you know, I'm like ultimately a healer, right? So if I can share my story and it helps even one person, I'm going to do it. Um, so I've, there's definitely been like confusion at certain points with people, but at the same time, it's a bigger priority for me to be able to help someone and like have an impact than to worry about if it confuses a couple other people. And mm -hmm. there are people that they're jumping from thing to thing because they don't know what it is. But to me anyway, that energy feels incredibly different than when you're connecting with someone who's passionate about what they're doing that might evolve over time to me, that person's like exciting. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what they're doing next, you know, because mm -hmm. maybe the, the base thing is the same, but like, you know, that they're going to continuously evolve. So personally, I love following people like that because it inspires me to give myself permission to do the same thing. And, you know, and for the person, even if it's perceived as flighty, like, God bless them, they need compassion because they're, they're struggling to figure out what it is that they're meant to do here, you know, and or they need a coach to help them with the more masculine side of things, which is giving legs, like I said earlier, to some of the things that they are passionate about. Maybe that isn't their skill set to um, be able to bring it into the 3D um, mm -hmm. from the inspiration that they're feeling. So I don't know. Um, I don't know that that's a helpful answer, but I just feel like we need to be more compassionate with people in general as they're pursuing their various things in life and there's coaches and healers and help for everything you know so if the person's jumping from thing to thing because they don't know and they're exploring then hopefully they connect with the coach that helps them kind of bring that into the physical manifestation and um but personally i think it's easy to see the difference between someone who's just like throwing stuff against a wall, hoping something will stick versus someone who's evolving as a person and bringing you along on their journey. I completely agree. I think it is very, there's different, there's a different like vibe about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, that more kind of bouncing around, um, it almost comes off. Cause I know I experienced some of that at the beginning. It's like, well, I, I can help all of these people. Therefore I should, or yeah. if I close it down, if I narrow it down too much, mm -hmm. then I'm saying no to potential business. And it was this very like scarcity fear side of things mm -hmm. of being too specific mm -hmm. where as I started to grow and I started to realize, you know what, like 
while I might be able to help somebody with a sprained ankle, like that's not where I have my joy. Like that's not the, that's not the thing I love working on, you know? Right. And if I'm going to do this, like I, I could have stayed at the hospital and done that and just treated whoever it was they threw on my schedule, but I chose to go on my own. So I'm actually going to just focus on the people that like, it brings me so much joy to see this particular population doing amazingly. And so that's where I'm going to focus my energies. And then, you know, other things pop up where people might say, like, oh, actually, I know I'm seeing you for this pelvic pain and incontinence, but my shoulder's been kind of bothering me too. And it's like, okay, well, let's add that in because it's probably the same mechanism for both of those, you know, instead yeah. of like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Can you come help me with this? It's like, well, probably if it's just your shoulder, I'm probably going to send you to an ortho person because they do that all the time. So let's get yeah. you to the right person. No, I love that. Cause I think that's a very real thing that you just tapped in, into when you're like on your business journey there's a fear of narrowing too much and and it's rooted in lack like mm -hmm. oh what if there's not enough people and then there's also like an element of people pleasing like i want to be able to help everybody you know mm -hmm. and then that's the thing like then you try doing it and that's for me i only really started focusing on career stuff a couple years ago which all along that's what i loved doing but but i was in that journey of getting comfortable saying that because before it was like I would work with a lot of clients who, you know, relationship stuff. And I'm like, oh, like I just, that's not my thing. Like I don't want to help you find love. I want to help you find love within yourself, but not, you know, <laughs> I just don't I love care. It. I'm sorry. It's never been one of my things. Like, I mean, I care, but like, I don't, yeah. I'm not your girl, you know? And absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's powerful to say. It takes a lot. It yeah, it yeah. takes some courage to say that. Just Absolutely. Like, go to somebody else, please. So I love much you. courage. It makes it takes so much courage yeah. to say that. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it helps people have a little bit more confidence in what they are seeing you for. Yeah. Because if you can say like, "Hey, this is what I have spent my time getting really good at, and what you're looking for right now, not my cup of tea. I'm probably not going to be your cup of tea to try to correct that. So let's get you to somebody who like that's what their passion is, because that's where we're really going to get the growth." Totally. And that's, you know, I love that you tapped into that all of a sudden because in this new energy system that we're in, it is actually joy that is like supposed to be the driver and the root of it. So if you, like you said, when you're choosing something in your business, which let's be honest, when you're running your own business, you can make whatever choices you want, right? Like, but when you're choosing because it brings joy, then that's like, oh my God, the energetics of that are completely different than like, well, maybe I should continue serving this population because there's like a lot of people who need this help. So I'm going to keep doing it, even though it kind of exhausts me. I don't really want to be doing it. It's a completely different energy. And people feel that like that's mm -hmm. because when you're in your in your joy, like that's when you're tapped into authenticity, which is a big piece of this whole energetic system that we're in is like authenticity and originality. That doesn't come from the mind. Like so if you're if you're choosing something because you think in your mind it's going to be like profitable or whatever, like as the root of it, that's like that's so that's a long, hard journey right now, especially with this energy system that we're tapping into versus even if it on paper doesn't make as much sense. But this brings me joy. This lights me up like that's the path um, that, and that's the path of originality. And let's face it, like whatever all of us are doing, there's a million other people doing it right now. And so who are going to people going to pick, they're going to pick the people that it feels authentic and embodied and original. And you're not going to get that when you're not tapped into your joy around it. Mic drop. Yeah. 
Yep. So I have, I, I know that we are starting to come up on our time mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that we, I ask my final question here so that Chelsea can have time for her final question. Yeah. But, um, because I just, I feel like our stories are very parallel from that very masculine energy to try to get into more feminine energy. And you mentioned it's been 10 years I've been doing this and I still have days where I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, like that's where I need to kind of turn it around again. Is there stuff that you do? Like, what are your go, like, what's your go-to thing to like, keep yourself aligned with what you're trying to accomplish as far as like not going back into some of those older patterns. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, for me, it's been a lot about learning about my design, like not only human design, I know it's like a very human design thing I just said, but um, I've worked with like, we're here for it. Yeah. Like astrologers and, and human design people and like understanding my moon and like all the things and, I truly need space to decompress, even though I am an extrovert. That was always very confusing to me. But, you know, when you're a parent, like your job never stops. So I I need like half a day where I'm just like on the beat. Yesterday I was at a, just sitting on a tree, like in a forest in San Diego like, for four hours because that's what I needed. So giving myself permission to do that. Today's the first day I feel great in two weeks. A lot of crazy circumstances recently, but it's like I know – well, I had a session with Chelsea, but also I was able to like ground that into that tree. And mm -hmm. so it's, for me, it's a constant prioritization of my priorities, which are more about self-care um, than other things. And that's the ongoing rebel <laughs> energy in me because it's so opposite to how I always operated and how I always did things. And then obviously surrounding yourself, whether it's, um, through healers that you work with or groups that you belong to or whatever with people who are on similar journeys and prioritizing similar to you. Because if you're just like, I have amazing mom friends and I love them so much, but, but their day to day of operating is like different with work. So like I enjoy them for certain things. And then I have like my people that are on a similar journey like you are with this and I rely on them for different things. And so I think it's not, I don't expect everyone to be the way I am or operate the way that I am, but I know that there's people in my life who are on a similar journey and I can connect with them on that. Yeah. They're all your different ingredients to make the beautiful cake. That is Molly. Exactly. Cause I love the very 3d stuff too, you know, going out and having fun and all the things, but yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. Okay. My final question. Yeah. You have very, very beautifully combined both worlds mm -hmm. in the way that you said, you're like, I swung this way, swung to the Reiki side, and now I kind of mm -hmm. swung back and now I do energy and business. Mm -hmm. In that journey, mm -hmm. were there any voices of hesitation or fear in embracing the business side of things that you were going you backwards or that it would somehow have the same impact on your body or you were not being you know true to your authenticity was there any of that in that journey for you um yeah i mean more so in the earlier days um i think i mean i remember that's <laughs> this was years ago like that's trained at an airport or something. I remember calling my health coach. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to blow out my adrenals because uh, the food's not good. And, you know, it's like you have PTSD for a while after you get out of some of the, you know, and she's like, uh -huh. no, like 
you burn out your adrenals because for 30 years you operate a certain way. Like your body's designed to be able to support you through a couple crazy days at the airport. Like that's a totally different situation than like being a monster to yourself for 30 years, you know? Mm -hmm. So you begin to establish like a new level of trust with yourself. And I think, um, over time, like merging the business and energy. So if we're like talking about business for a minute, for me, it had to get to a place where it felt authentic. What helped me back, what held me back for so long was that I was using other people's definitions of what like a business coach might be. I, I'm still, I'm an energy coach. I'm not a business coach, but I apply it to energy or but I apply the energy work to business. Um, but before I, I didn't give myself permission to look at things differently. So I would always say, well, I'm not a business coach. So how could I specialize in working with women who have their own businesses? Well, I don't make a million dollars a year in my business. So how could I pretend to be a business coach? There are all these like things that I thought in my head. But once it was like the method just started flowing through and I started using it with people and realized that like for me, for example, my method, I can... I can work with a woman who's making a thousand dollars a month or a million dollars a month. And it doesn't matter because the method works for anyone who owns their own business. So for me, it then became very authentic and easy for me to say, I work with women who own their own businesses. But I think like the, the point when everything opens wide up is, is when you tap in with authenticity to what it is that you're doing and what you feel passionate about. And sometimes that took me years, you know, that took me years to get to that place of finding the combination of those two things. And it's just not something we can force. My consciousness wasn't ready for it even three years ago. And if I had tried, it's like your podcast example, it would have been a freaking disaster. So you, sometimes you do just have to like trust the energy and that it's happening as it's meant to be. And resist the urge to force it <laughs> divine timing mm -hmm. Perfect. i love that all right so i lied i do have one last question let's <laughs> okay. say i know i do this every time and i'm sorry um okay so let's say there's somebody listening and they were like mm -hmm. they're also maybe in an environment where they're like this is just i feel like my soul is dying like i feel like i this is not an environment that i want to be in anymore um I'm not sure that I want to start my own business, but I just, I know this isn't for me anymore. What would be your recommendation of that per for that person of what can they do today to start their journey? Oh, I just got goosebumps on the top of my head. Okay. Um, you were definitely meant to ask this question. Okay. My, what I would recommend is just start playing. Like it doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be solved overnight just start playing, I'm getting goosebumps again. So some people are definitely meant to hear this. I filed my EIN 11 years ago um, this month, and I didn't figure out what the F I was really meant to do until eight years later. By the way, I made money along the way and I serve clients and all the things, but like, it's just not that serious sometimes. And we put so much pressure on ourselves, just start playing. At first I thought I was gonna be a consultant. I did that and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> then I was doing full Reiki healings and, you know, I was like, oh, I, 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 I want to use my mind a little bit more. So it, it was an evolution. So, you know, not to be cliche and, and say, enjoy the journey, but like have fun experimenting and like picking up pieces because I work with a lot of women and they're like, I wasted this time and this time and this time. And then when we hook them into like their thing, it's like, no, man, every little step, they're bringing a piece of that with them. So there's not waste happening along the way. It's like you're building up your unique little skill set toolbox, and it's all going to come together someday. 
So even the thing right now that you're playing with that you're like, yeah, whatever, you're learning something that you're going to take with you. So none of it's a waste. And, you know, if you have that profile line six like me, you're going to you're going to explore for many years and you're right where you're meant to be. You're right on time. <laughs> so don't pressure yourself. Um, I, I am also a fan of like, I believe you can create whatever it is you want, but maybe keep the day job while you're playing with the other things until you get some legs underneath it instead of putting that immediate pressure on it being the moneymaker, the this, the that. So how can you keep that energy as you're playing kind of sacred in that, in that space? And then you'll know when it's time, you know, but just allowing that joy to be cultivated or the realization that it's not really that joyful after all, you know? was going to be in it that's totally fine so. oh my gosh this was so perfect i can't believe you said play i i mean okay so we've had we've had multiple people on and when i have asked the question of like what can somebody do today more often than not the response is get out and play and so sometimes it's with a pt and they're like get out and physically play sometimes it's yeah. a you know more of a like a life coach and they're like get out and play do the fun things now from a business perspective we're hearing play around with it mess around have a good time with it pick up your skills along the way so i feel like if there is a resounding message in life it's to step out of the rigidity of the expectations and mm -hmm. get out and play around and and find your joy and do the thing that's going to make you happy because that inevitably will serve your community. So thank you for saying that we yes. need to get out and play. I mean, if that's not the evidence that we're all tapped into a universal consciousness, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I mean, crazy, crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, Molly, thank you so much for today. This has been absolutely enlightening and incredible. Your story is phenomenal. I, there are not a lot of people out there that walk away from what you walked away from to have more happiness and health. And so I'm so grateful that you shared that with people and hopefully can give those listening the opportunity to recognize it does seem scary. People are going to think you're crazy, but you know what's best for you. You know your truth. And if you need to step away and play and do something that brings you more love and joy, absolutely go and do it. There are resources out there for people who can help you with that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you need to get in touch with people, we're happy to do that. Um, Molly, where can people find you? Um, well, Chelsea's actually going to be in my podcast soon too. So I have a podcast as well, Her Unrealistic Ways, um, which is on all of the different spaces. I have my website, mollyhamill.com. Um, and that's my handle with Instagram and everything too. So I'm in, I'm in all the, all the spots. And I'm just getting back on to <laughs> social media because I actually took a couple years off. Um, nice. Part of all of what we just talked about. So, yeah. Yes. And her content yes. is well, incredible, guys. Back. Check it out. Thank you. We'll thank put you it so all in the show notes, too. Chelsea, this was amazing. Absolutely. This was so delightful. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom with us. We hope everybody has an absolutely fantastic week. We love you all. And just get out and play. Thank you all so much for being here with us for this empowering conversation. If you found value in the advice shared here today, I urge you to listen to Molly's powerfully insightful podcast, Her Unrealistic Ways. For more actionable steps you can take towards living symbiotically with the flow of your energy and using it to harness fulfillment in your business. 
Check out the show notes below for links and resources, and let us know in the reviews what tidbits of wisdom you're keeping in your pocket after listening to this episode. We hope you all have a beautiful week full of play and joy and abundance, and until next time, we wish you love and light.